Welcome to Harvest Talk, the podcast of Harvest Community Church in Goshen, Indiana. Harvest Community Church is a community church with a vision to change the world, and we do that by reaching people and building their lives. And for more on Harvest Community Church, please check out our website at hccgoshen.org. And I'm a Pastor Jeremy, and it is an honor to be with you uh, today. And I'm, again, very, very honored to have my amazing wife, Tiffany, joining us uh, again this week. So Tiffany, say hello to everybody. Yes, hello. It is just an honor just to be back with you guys and just to share from our hearts again about um, our family. That's right. And uh, today we're going to be looking at some of the questions that were sent in on our, on our relationship survey about things like busyness in life, particularly how to manage busyness within, you know, just a lot of family activity, but also how couples can connect during those busy uh, seasons. And honestly, this is something that Tiff and I know a whole lot about. We have five kids and a busy life, and it just seemed like uh, last week was one of those weeks. So Tiff, tell, tell the audience a little bit about what was going on. Sure. Last week, um, I'm going to say, was my yes week. So I just said yes to everything. I felt like Jeremy and I and the kids, we could tackle it all. Um, so it ended up being a very spontaneous, adventurous, but fun week. Um, but it was busy. We yeah. had multiple activities every single day going on. That's right. And, and then on top of it, what many might not know is that Tiffany and I don't often preach together. That's something we do maybe once a year. And so it's uh, she saying yes to a bunch of things. There was a bunch of things on my calendar that I did not realize was going on. And uh, and then on top of it is preparing a message, doing a podcast. It was just nuts. And, uh, and so to this, this morning we were kind of planning this out. And uh, you said something very helpful, I think that was pretty important, about why you felt the freedom to say yes to such a busy week, even though you know there was a lot going on. Sure. I did feel like we had the freedom to say yes to this week, to pack in whatever we needed to pack in, because I knew that the following weeks were not going to be a yes week in that we felt the freedom to go, let's just do it. Let's do it all. Let's be busy. Let's have fun with it because we know that that's not necessarily the normal and that we have, we do have a healthy kind of rhythm enough to go, okay, now we know how to scale back. Right. As well. Right. Yeah. And that's one thing, uh, Tiffany used a very important word there, rhythm, uh, you know, a lot of the questions we're asking about things like balance, and uh, th that's actually how we used to kind of approach our lives. And then uh, my pastor uh, back in North Carolina and a, a friend of his kind of suggested an interesting idea uh, to the congregation, but to me during that time, and that's the idea of rhythm. You see, balance has this kind of idea that you're, you're walking through life and you have to have everything on an equal playing field. Your amount of time with family, the amount of time with your spouse, the amount of time with your kids, the amount of time with school, all those things have got to be perfectly evened out uh, in this kind of balancing tightrope uh, tight to make sure you don't fall over. And, and so there's all this tension. Are we balancing? Are we balancing? And I think over time, it's real easy to make that uh, 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 expectations that just can't be met. And so what they suggested is more the idea of rhythm. So look at life as a little bit like a, a piece of music. And, you know, when you think about music, there are high points in a song, there are low points in, in a song, there's building points in a song. Um, while the beat should stay consistent, uh, the tempo, the feel, the, the exposure goes up and down, and good music has that. And life is a little bit like that. There are busy seasons in life. We joke all the time, 
December, May, crazy months for us. It's just kind of how it is with kids. Uh, and then there are lesser seasons. February, not typically very, very busy for us. We usually find some time during the summer, not a whole lot going on. And so life just has these busy ups and downs. And then the other thing that, I'm, that uh, music has are these different measures throughout the song that control how that rhythm works. And so we kind of approach life that way now, where we, we step back and we recognize this is a busy season, this is not a busy season, and it allows us to help manage um, expectations as we work, because we're not trying to look for balance, we're trying to make sure our rhythm is in sync with what God's doing at the time. And so, so let's talk a little bit about how we find rhythm in key areas of our life throughout our week and months and that kind of stuff. Why don't we talk, first of all, about the family schedule? How do we find rhythm in our, our schedule for our entire family? Sure. I think one of the key important things that we have learned, um, especially as our kids are getting older and getting busier, is to help find that rhythm is that it's okay to say no. And it's okay to say no, even if everybody else is saying yes to this activity. So I just think that that's been important for us. It's actually been an important lesson to teach our kids um, that, yes, you're going to get to do activities throughout the year. There's some of them that are going to fit perfect with our family. And then there's going to be some of them where we're going to have to table and say, not this year. That's right. so I think learning the art of just saying no. Um, another kind of key measure for us is the dinner table. Um, we want to eat together as much as we can as a family. We want that connection point. And so kind of how we start to gauge that is, are we too busy? How many kids are at an activity and not eating dinner with us? Um, have Jeremy and I scheduled meetings that kind of conflict with the dinner? So kind of that measure to go, oh, no, this is important. We want to eat together as a family. And so if you're not sitting at the table with us, then we need to reevaluate um, just how busy our schedule is. That's right. And Tiff said something really important there. It's not just about busyness. It's about connection. If you're making regular connections, you can allow for a little bit more busyness in your schedule. But if the busyness is in, in, in imposing upon that connection, it becomes a problem. And for us, the dinner table is really a, a huge connection point for us. The, the other thing that we do in, in addition to this is we do have a select few uh, what we call family traditions. Um, a lot of them are, are built around holidays, but one that we have weekly is what we call breakfast for dinner. And uh, that's where uh, it's either usually a Saturday or a Sunday night. The food that night is some type of big breakfast style foods. Um, we do it up, set the table, the whole thing. And it's just our time where we just say, Listen, we're going to make this a family moment every week to, again, reinforce the connection. And, and it helps, kind of helps us measure our week, but also helps the kids, like uh, kind of like Tiffany said, be reminded that these are the most important relationships in their life right now, and the activities come in <clears throat> after that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the other thing, let's talk a little bit about it. We had a lot of questions about how we connect as a couple when things are busy. And, uh, and, and that those are great connections. Now, I will just mention that um, this past Sunday, which was April 18th, for those of you that aren't keeping uh, on, you know, aren't in the schedule of the I, I, um, podcast, might be catching a little bit later. But this past Sunday on April 18th, Tiffany and I spent a lot of time talking about communication and how we build regular communication into our day and, and week. And so we would encourage you just to um, listen to that. But let's talk about a couple of other things we got questions about we got a lot of questions about date night so why don't we share sure we did get a lot of questions about that and so um 
if you're kind of thinking date night and maybe what is the traditional form is you get out of the house at night, whether that's a dinner or movie or coffee or taking a walk and you're trying to get a babysitter, um, those can be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we have kind of come up with are just some different creative ways to connect. And we kind of, we call them date nights, but they're actually, they happen in our own home. So um, a lot of the times we will do like a special, it's just finger food night for the kids. And so everything that they're going to have for dinner, it's going to be finger foods. And then we give them permission to watch it mm-hmm. in front of the TV. So we put a movie on. And then Jeremy and I will make a more kind of special or it doesn't have to be fancy, but it's not necessarily finger foods. Right. And so we're upstairs um, just having our own kind of private dinner. We let the kids know, hey, this is what's going on and you've got everything that you need. And so we're going to have our space and our time. Um, yeah, just kind of some other date nights um, that we've just talked about before as well is just after the kids go to bed just simple popcorn and watch a movie or just be with each other or just talk and communicate. Yeah. And so, so we just, we have to be creative. Um, and, and so you you carve out that time where it's it's connecting in a deeper way. And, and, and one thing uh, before we go on, this is why rhythm is really, really important to understand. Our kids are at the age now where some of our older kids can help manage the younger kids in front of a, a movie. You know, when your kids are young and infants and those kind of things, uh, that's a rhythm in life that's a little different, and you just have to give yourself grace, which is why this next part is really important, is there are other connection points beyond just like a date night that are really, 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 really important? Sure. I mean, some of the kind of creative, simple gestures that Jeremy and I do for each other, um, it's not really hard to go to kind of a local grocery store, and they don't have to be expensive flowers. Just pick up some flowers, mm-hmm. bring them home. Jeremy does that a lot. Um, we will leave notes for each other. Again, we did talk about in one of our sermons that we're the over communicators. And so we communicate through little like love notes and we leave those. Sometimes we hide them and it's fun to figure out when the other one finds them. Sometimes it's like very obvious. Um, and that's not just connecting the, the note wise is not just Jeremy and I connecting, but we actually do that for our kids as well. Um, that's just kind of an extra connection point, especially in the busyness and when some of our kids are gone for long periods of time because they've got school and then they've got sports afterwards. This is just kind of a connection point um, in the middle of their day. It's tucked into their lunchbox. And then another thing I think that's just important when you go back to talking about spouses is um, Jeremy and I have learned each other's love language. Um, Jeremy's getting ready to talk about kind of that book and the author yeah, of it. It's a, it's a book by Gary Chapman written, uh, oh man, it might've been written almost two decades ago in which he talks basically how people are motivated and experience love in different ways. And so there were things like words of encouragement, quality time, gift giving, access service, physical touch. And, uh, and usually there's a little bit of an overlap. And so for me, I'm a words of encouragement guy. I'm also a quality, uh, time guy. And, Sure. I am. Gosh, I'm a lot of these. Acts of service definitely speaks my language. Um, Quality time does and gift giving. And so I think it's just being creative to go, 
Okay, words of encouragement is Jeremy's love language. That is not naturally what I'm gifted at, but over time going, but this is what speaks to him. This is how he feels loved and cared for. And to just nurture that, and even the acts of service, quality time, gift giving, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going out um, right. or spending money. Right. Yeah, it's just simple gestures. Um, you know, one thing that that happens as well is uh, I can get in a rut to spontaneous. And so every once in a while, like last week, she just did this. We were we were just busy, 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 nonstop, hardly seeing each other. And all of a sudden she just went, hey, after our Bible study, can we just go out and get lunch together? And uh, I looked at my, and I, like I had a window for lunch right then. And so, you know, I mean, our youngest was with us, but it's quality time for me. And like, it was, I was excited. Like it was one of my favorite moments of the week, but it was just a real simple gesture. Let's connect, let's remember each other. Um, you know, and then she'll write me really encouraging notes before something's really, really big, or, or she'll carve out time so that we can talk and spend time with each other. Occasionally I'll just think about her and I'll pop in and just pick up a little gift for her, that kind of thing. The little, little touch points of how to love each other in those sections go uh, a really, really uh, long way. And then the other thing that, that came up that fits into all this is someone asked a great question about whether or not we do activities apart, especially when we're busy. Do we make uh, those times for us? And we do. We feel like that's a very, very important important thing. We do feel like that's important. We do feel like that's even kind of a way to kind of recharge us. Um, kind of Jeremy's favorite, I would say maybe individual activity is a little bit more seasonal, but I mean, he just loves to fish. And yeah. yes, we do involve the whole family in that, but there's times where it's like, he just needs complete silence. Um, and so yes, finding times to fish. And then um, I've always loved to dance. I have always danced. And so I have found a, um, a tap class that actually happens during the school hour so it's not taking away extra time in the evening and I do that and then we also do just value that um, you know for Jeremy shoulder to shoulder with guy time and hanging out and for me just hanging out with different ladies and fitting that in where we can mm -hmm. but um, enjoying sorry, enjoying the activities that we love to do together but then also just encouraging and supporting the activities to do individually. And again, this is a, this is a rhythm thing. And, and I, you know, I'm blessed that I've got a job where my hours are somewhat flexible. So for Tiffany to take an, an hour to do a class in the, in the middle of the day, she can do that. I stay home. I work on my sermon. Uh, that's something we can do. And then we, we do just kind of fit it in where it fits. And, and there is this pressure. I know I used to, Tiffany's always been way better at, at figuring out the individual time than I was. Because there can be this pressure of we're busy, we're busy, we need to be together, we need to be together. And yet, honestly, what we felt like is when we have that freedom for her to do something she likes, me to do something that I like, what it does is just kind of refreshes and recharges who we are as individuals so that when we're coming back uh, to be around each other, to be around for the family, it gives us more energy and, and ability to really connect really, really well. And so that we, we think that's very, very important uh, as part of And again, of I just want to point out, again, this is kind of that whole rhythm of life and working together as a team and not doing kind of the keep score. Right. Jeremy gets to do this. Tiffany gets to do this. Where our kids get to do this. So kind of who's winning and not winning. Again, it's the rhythm in life. Um, just going, yep, this is a season to do it or this is a season to say no. Yeah, and, we're, and we, we've grown really good about... Um, and get over time learning, okay, yes, that's something we want to do. It's going back to Tiffany's first point. When you can say no, when you can say yes. 
And, uh, and that actually, um, as we're kind of moving towards wrapping up, um, here's a couple of final thoughts. And Tiffany, you've started to touch on it, but you can expand on a little bit more. And that's, that's the issue of teamwork, teamwork as a family. Sure. We've just built in, um, you'll hear us say a lot, like, we're a team. We're all a team. And so uh, when it comes time to clean up, it's not, well, I'm going to clean up the mess that I made, or you go clean up the mess you made. And it's not, Jeremy has these chores, or Tiffany has this these chores. It's, yep, if we're all going to be out in the yard, we're going to do yard work. Um, if we're all in the kitchen, then we're all going to kind of pitch in. And it's not ever a um, you do this, and then when you're done, you can relax, and I'll do this, and when I'm done, it is, we're in it together, and this includes our kids, we're in it together, and we're just a team, and we're going to function, and we're going to work yeah. together as a team, and honestly, that helps build even more connection, because maybe some of the not-so-fun chores, uh, you're doing it together, yeah. and so it can become fun. Yeah, exactly, and it builds just into that whole family dynamic we're all working together and uh and and it, it, it's just a just a great mindset um and, and as tiffany said earlier it helps us keep from keeping score which is really really important in these busy times here's the last thing i just want to say we did get a few questions about you know jobs that are flip-flopped husband and wife you know they're they're, they're when they work over don't overlap very much and those kind of things and uh and we understand that or i know there's people out there working multiple jobs and all of that and one just basic scheduling uh, energy principle that, that we've been taught from very early on is whenever you say yes to something, you are saying no to something. And so like last week, Tiffany said it was a say yes week. So there were some minor things that, that ended up being said no to that in the course of a normal week, we would have preferred maybe the, the house wasn't as spotless as we wanted. Maybe we didn't get the kids down to bed the same time as we normally do. But like those were minor things for one week. What I would encourage is you to start thinking about is if you're if you're saying yes to a lot of things and the no's in your life are becoming a problem, that's a good time to step back and go, do we have our priorities right? And our priorities have always been we put God first, we look at our, we look at each other as a as a married couple second, then we look at the dynamics of the family third. And if if the activity we're saying yes to is starting to impede upon those things in a great way. We've accidentally said no to God, to spouse, to family. And you don't want that to last for a long period of time. And so my encouragement for you is to be careful to step back and look at your lifestyle. Are you saying yes to the right things? And there might be some painful no's, but in the end, that's going to be that's just going to be uh, way better in the long run. And so, so I hope this has been helpful um, thoughts on rhythm. And, uh, and how we approach it. Again, we're not perfect. We're learning along the way. Um, but hopefully this has been really, really helpful for you. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then do you have anything that you'd like to add? I was just going to say, just continue to keep that habit of just communicating that sermon that Jeremy was mentioning, because I think that's where you're going to find the rhythm. Yeah. Um, because my personality is I could probably say yes and keep going a little bit longer than Jeremy would prefer. And so kind of um, that, okay, what is the pulse? Um, I need to say no if it's starting to stress out Jeremy or the kids. And kind of just that be in tune with each other yeah. to go, okay, what works, what doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Right back to the, uh, 
to the music analogy. You got to find the pulse. You got to find the rhythm. You got to be in tune. And so it all works together. As you build healthy communication patterns, like we talked about this past Sunday, you start to understand each other's rhythms, the rhythm of the family. And uh, with God's help and a lot of grace, it, it, it works. It works. And so, so yeah, let me pray for us and then we will wrap up. So Lord God, we just do pray for families out there and couples out there that are, are trying to figure all this out. And Lord, we pray, first of all, a lot of grace with each other, uh, but then that there would be, they would build in the tools to think through how to do this well. And we just pray a blessing on them as they do that. And Lord, we thank you that you want us to have a rich, full life, but Lord, you also were the God that gave us a Sabbath rest. And so I just ask that you would help us find those things as we pursue you. We ask these things in your name. Amen. And hey guys, listen, thank you again for checking out Harvest Talk. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you again next week. And in the meantime, keep reaching people and building lives. We'll check in with you a little bit later. Take care.